Deep Learning in Cancer Pathology, a New Generation of Clinical Biomarkers. An article by Emily Echle, Jakob Nicholas Carther, and others. From University Hospital RWTH Aachen, Aachen, Germany. British Journal of Cancer, 2020. Clinical workflows in oncology rely on predictive and prognostic molecular biomarkers. However, the growing number of these complex biomarkers tends to increase the cost and time for decision-making in routine daily oncology practice. Furthermore, biomarkers often require tumor tissue on top of routine diagnostic material. Nevertheless, routinely available tumor tissue contains an abundance of clinically relevant information that is currently not fully exploited. Advances in deep learning DL and artificial intelligence AI technology have enabled the extraction of previously hidden information directly from routine histology images of cancer, providing potentially clinically useful information. Here we outline emerging concepts of how deep learning can extract biomarkers directly from histology images and summarize studies of basic and advanced image analyses for cancer histology. Basic image analysis tasks include detection, grading and subtyping of tumor tissue in histology images. They are aimed at automating pathology workflows and, consequently, do not immediately translate into clinical decisions. Exceeding such basic approaches, deep learning has also been used for advanced image analysis tasks, which have the potential of directly affecting clinical decision-making processes. These advanced approaches include inference of molecular features, prediction of survival, and end-to-end prediction of therapy response. Predictions made by such deep learning systems could simplify and enrich clinical decision-making, but require rigorous external validation in clinical settings. Background Decision-making processes in oncology today no longer rely on workflows that are linear and straightforward. Rather, with the availability of an ever-increasing number of biomarkers, these flowcharts resemble intricate trees with numerous branches, which consequently increase the complexity of treatment recommendations for solid tumors. Currently, used molecular biomarkers in these oncology workflows can be prognostic or predictive. Prognostic biomarkers allow the categorization of patients according to their risk of disease progression and death and accordingly can be used to adjust treatment intensity for individual patients. For example, in stage 2 colorectal cancer, microsatellite instability MSI is a prognostic biomarker. If MSI is detected, a lower treatment intensity of adjuvant chemotherapy can be used due to the inherently better prognosis of these patients. By contrast, predictive biomarkers enable a particular targeted treatment to be chosen for a specific patient group. For example, in treatment refractory stage 4 CRC, MSI and an FDA-approved biomarker for immune checkpoint inhibitor-based immunotherapy. In this case, the detection of MSI correlates with the likelihood of a positive therapeutic response, making MSI a strong predictive biomarker in this setting. Similarly, in breast cancer, the detection of HER2 positivity makes patients eligible for treatment with anti-HER2 agents, 
factors acting as a strong predictive biomarker in these disease. The choice of treatment for non-small cell lung cancer, NSCLC, is influenced by a high number of molecular biomarkers with oncogenic mutations, antigene, encoding epidermal growth factor receptor, EGFR, and other genes, gene functions of anaplastic lymphoma kinase, ALK, or other drivers of the overexpression of programmed cell death ligand 1, PDL1, being part of the standard of care molecular panel required for routine treatment of advanced or metastatic disease. It is clear then that the rapidly increasing number of clinical importance of molecular biomarkers in routine clinical practice allows cancer treatments to be tailored more specifically according to the genetic makeup of a particular tumor. Consequently, however, the cost, turnaround time and tissue requirements in routine workflows also increase. The design of clinical trials for new therapeutic agents in solid tumors is increasingly coupled to predictive biomarkers. In addition to high prevalent molecular features, many phase 2 and 3 trials carried out over the past circa 5 years have focused on rare molecular subpopulations of solid tumors, such as those with MSI, homologous repair deficiency, and fusion-driven tumors across cancer types. As mentioned above, MSI is used as a predictive biomarker for immunotherapy, while homologous repair deficiency tumors are effectively targetable by inhibitors of poly-ADP ribose polymerase, PARP, and fusion-driven tumors respond exceptionally well to molecularly targeted therapy. However, with the prevalence of these genotypes ranging between 1% and 10% in reward populations screening potential participants for these trials is costly and hampered by the limited availability of molecular assays. So, despite the increased number of prognostic and predictive biomarkers enabling a more known treatment of cancer patients, the complexity of clinical decision-making processes increasingly becomes an issue in clinical routine and clinical trial requirements. Although most new biomarkers in oncology are based on molecular biology assays, advances in deep learning are facilitating the extraction of otherwise hidden information directly from routinely available data. Deep learning is a method in the realm of artificial intelligence that makes use of artificial neural networks to identify recurring patterns in complex datasets. Image data in particular has a high information density, making it ideal for analysis with deep learning techniques. Indeed, deep learning-based image analysis has broad applications in multiple fields of modern medicine that involve image data. In radiology, deep learning performs repetitive tasks with human-like or superhuman performance, such as tumor detection or organ segmentation on computer tomography. CT images. To date, more than a dozen deep learning methods are approved for clinical use in radiology by the FDA. For example, deep learning-based analysis of CT data was carried out in a 2019 lung cancer screening trial, and evidence on the clinical usefulness of these methods is quickly mounting. Magnetic resonance imaging MRI data, which contain much more information than CT data, are also amenable for deep learning-based mining 
and deep learning has also shown robust results for non-radiology tasks, such as the analysis of real-time endoscopy images and skin cancer detection in dermoscopy images. Compared to these imaging modalities, however, histology is a ubiquitous image source with a remarkable information density that can be derived from routine clinical practice. Being much larger than radiological images in terms of pixels, images from histology slides carry much more information. Millions of different cells can be seen in a histology slide and the morphology and spatial arrangement carry much more information than other medical images. Even the size of a whole chest CT dataset does not get close to the size of the dataset from one histological wall slide image derived from the tumour of the same patient when measured in pixels. This high information density makes histological images an attractive source for deep learning based biomarker extraction. With this paper, we aim to enable a clear overview of deep learning applications in the field of cancer histology by the categorization and comparison of deep learning-based studies from a clinical point of view. Subsequently, possible use cases and necessary further steps on the way to beneficial usage in a clinical setting will be discussed. Deep learning-based analysis of histology images During the diagnostic workup of patients with solid tumours, tissue samples are usually obtained either by biopsy or by surgical resection, followed by pathological preparation and in most cases staining in hematoxylene and eosine H&E. Therefore, H&E slides are routinely available for almost every cancer patient making them an easy-to-obtain information-rich data source for the assessment by deep learning methods, also explaining the focus of previous studies on these types of images. Nevertheless, deep learning is a tool with applicability in different types of histological stains, such as immunohistochemistry, IHC, and periodic acid shift. Image processing steps the sheer data size of scanned wall slide histology images poses practical challenges for the analysis of deep learning based images. The large file size does not enable them to be loaded entirely onto the memory of graphics processing units GPUs, the workhorse of deep learning. Furthermore, histology images usually contain an abundance of non-tumor tissue which dilutes the overall information content. To deal with such large and heterogeneous images, extensive processing of these images is required. Consequently, a consensus image analysis pipeline has been created. This step-by-step -step analysis includes tessellation, pre-processing of image tiles, and training and testing of deep learning network, also called deep learning classifier that can then be applied to external validation cohorts. The term classifier refers to any computer program that, after being trained on a set of examples, can subsequently categorize similar data. In histology image analysis, a classifier can categorize small image patches as tumors or non-tumor, or it can classify patients as potential responders or potential non-responders. 
Mongol classifiers, deep learning networks are emerging as the most widely used and most powerful technology. Basic and advanced applications of deep learning in cancer histology. Following standardized pre-processing procedures, histological images can be used for a range of deep learning applications. Deep learning workflows use a training cohort of patients to predict a predefined label from image data. Previous studies have explored a variety of labels ranging from predicting the presence of invasive tumor tissue in prostate tissue to determining tumor genotype directly from histology images. Here we propose that these types of labels are distinguished on the basis of the use in basic or advanced deep learning applications. Basic deep learning applications aim to simplify routine workflows that are currently entirely performed by human pathologists. Prominent examples are the detection of tumor tissue in biopsy samples or tumor subtyping based on morphology, such as Gleason scoring of prostate cancer samples. In the latter case, the numerical value of the Gleason score is used as a label for training a deep learning system. These basic deep learning applications can potentially decrease cost and turnaround time in pathology departments, but do not change the ultimate readout upon which clinicians base their treatment recommendations. Advanced deep learning applications, on the other hand, go beyond the standard reporting that is currently performed by pathologists. One example is the prediction of genetic mutations and survival directly from H and E stained tissue slides. In the case of genetic mutations, the image label is the genotype as determined during the conventional diagnostic workup using a molecular biology assay or other gold standard test as the ground truth method. Ground truth refers to the type of assay used to label images during training. Thus, the deep learning classifier can be trained to reproduce the ground truth, also called gold standard method, just by analyzing histology image data. Unlike basic deep learning applications, such advanced applications of deep learning can provide clinicians with additional information that is not being extracted from routine material in current clinical workflows. These applications constitute a new class of biomarkers with potential prognostic and or predictive information. Deep learning is thus a powerful tool with which to extract information from histology images of solid tumors and can be used to automate current workflows or to provide additional information that is currently not being used in clinical workflows. In the next few sections, we will summarize the current status of basic and advanced applications of deep learning in cancer histology image analysis. Basic applications of deep learning, tumor detection, grading, and subtyping. In general, Every example of a tumor solid undergoes detailed analysis by a trained pathologist who confirms the presence of tumorous tissue and provides further information such as grades and subtype of the tumor sample at hand. In the field of those basic but important diagnostic tasks, deep learning has shown potential to be useful to automate repetitive tasks in diagnostic pathology. 
automating its topology workflows by deep learning. For many years, digital pathology applications have described and iteratively refined basic image analysis tasks such as tumor detection, tumor subtyping, quantification of cell numbers, and classification of cell types. What these approaches have in common is that the ground truth method and the deep learning system use the same image data as input for their prediction. For example, the presence of invasive tumor tissue in prostate cancer biopsy samples is normally assessed from H and E stained tissue slides by a pathologist. A basic deep learning system recapitulates these tasks and is trained to predict the presence of invasive cancer from the same H and E histology image. Thus, such deep learning based tumor detectors can automate tedious tasks that are normally performed manually. Numerous studies identified by a predefined search query on the Medline database, as shown in supplementary methods, have demonstrated the robustness of such DL based tumor detection approaches across a range of tumor types. Classification performance meaning how well a deep learning classifier predicts a pre-specified endpoint is typically measured by the area under the receiver operating curve AUROC and deep learning based tumor detectors often achieve AUROC values more than 0.99 indicating the almost complete accordance of the results from pathologists in deep learning networks. Other potential basic image analysis problems relate to recapitulating tumor detection and subtyping based on histological features. For example, the Gleason system is the single most relevant morphological biomarker used for patient stratification in prostate cancer. Gleason grading is usually performed manually by expert pathologists based on H and E tissue slides but deep learning systems have been successfully applied to automate this task. Similarly, classifying NSCLC into adenocarcinoma or squamous cell carcinoma has clinical relevance and is reproducibly and quickly performed by expert pathologists and deep learning system likes. Ultimately, however, basic deep learning systems for tumor detection Grading and subtyping are of limited interest to clinicians as they do not change clinical practice in oncology. Compared to expert pathologists, such systems could potentially reduce cost or turnaround time, but only in rare cases. Do they improve sensitivity and specificity as compared to human expert observers? Thus, although basic DL systems can bring about profound change in the way pathologists practice, from an oncologist's point of view, they do not immediately change clinical workflows and treatment recommendations for cancer patients. Clinical grade validation of DL methods. The most challenging part of developing basic deep learning systems in digital pathology is their clinical validation. The use of only a single dataset for method development and validation carries the risk of overfitting, resulting in the creation of a deep learning system that performs well in that particular patient cohort, but does not generalize to external cohorts. Correspondingly, validation of the deep learning system in external datasets 
idly multi-center datasets is paramount for its ultimate routine use and regulatory approval. The past two years have seen an increasing number of large-scale multi-center studies of basic deep learning systems. For example, three independent studies have demonstrated deep learning systems for prostate cancer detection in grading with pathologist-level performance and external validation in large patient cohorts. A key point to take away from these large-scale efforts is that the performance of deep learning systems increases with patient number and the training set, reaching a plateau in performance after training on 10,000 to 15,000 histological wall slide images, which indicates the need for tremendous amount of images and data when aiming for the development of sufficiently performing deep learning systems. These efforts mirror large-scale international studies using other imaging modalities, such as mammography imaging. Therefore, for simple image recognition tasks, deep learning systems could conceivably alleviate workloads for human experts in the near future. Advanced Applications prediction of mutations, survival, and response from histology. Moving beyond basic applications of deep learning in histology image analysis, deep learning systems can approach human performance in tumor detection, grading, and subtyping. Biohistology images contain an abundance of information that is currently not systematically exploited to guide treatment decisions in oncology. As we will discuss in the following sections, this abundance of information has been demonstrated by a number of studies that have used deep learning to infer high-level labels directly from H&E images. These high-level labels cannot be reliably inferred by human experts observing histology images, but require other methods in addition to routine histopathology. In particular, there is an increasing focus on predicting clinically relevant labels directly from histology in three major areas inference of genetic alterations, prediction of survival, and prediction of treatment response. Similar to research in the broader field of digital pathology, research in these three key applications of deep learning has been rapidly growing in the past few years. Unlike basic image analysis techniques, these advanced applications of deep learning to histology image analysis have the potential to directly change clinical decision-making in the management of solid tumors. Here we review the current state of clinically applicable deep learning pathology and its implications on clinical workflows as well as clinical trial design and recruitment. Prediction of genotype and gene expression Oncogenic driver mutations change normal cells into malignant cancer cells, rewiring the cellular machinery and fundamentally changing cellular behavior. Accordingly, such genetic driver mutations confer changes in the morphology of cancer cells, such as the nuclear and cytoplasmic texture, size and shape within a histological image. Furthermore, malignant cells can also induce responses in neighboring non-malignant cells such as fibroblasts and lymphocytes, leading to second-order morphological changes in tumor tissue on a micrometer or millimeter scale.
although each of these morphological features caused by single congenic driver mutations might be subtle. Studies have shown that these changes can be reliably detected by deep learning. Indeed, merely observing these morphological patterns in H and E images allows the genotype of individual genes to be predicted directly from routine histology images. The first systematic deep learning driver study in this area demonstrated how cancer genotype was reflected in the histological phenotype of lung adenocarcinoma. Caudry and co-workers showed that, as well as the automated detection and classification of tumors, specific genetic mutations, including those in serine theonine kinase 11, tumor protein p53, and epidermal growth factor receptor EGFR, could be predicted from histology alone with AURC values reaching up to 0.85, which they validated in external cohort. Another study showed that the genotype of the oncogene spectral type BTPPOZ protein, SPOP, could be predicted from HNDA stained images of prostate cancer, albeit with a reduced classification performance. Similarly, melanoma, the NRAS protoncogene and BRAF protoncogene mutational status was predictable directly from H&E images. Predicting the mutational status of these genes is relevant for targeted therapy. In lung cancer, the genotype of EGFR guides the use of treatment with multiple tyrosine kinase inhibitors, TKI, of the mutated EGFR protein. And in melanoma, mutated BRAF is directly targetable with a serine theonine kinase inhibitor. Thus, detecting mutations in these genes directly from routine histology could have broad implications for clinical workflow. Another clinically relevant example concerns cancer immunotherapy. MSI, the genetic correlate of mismatch repair deficiency, DMMR is one of the few FDA-approved genetic biomarkers for the use of immunocheckpoint inhibition therapy and the only one applicable to any type of cancer. MSI causes strong morphological change in the tumor and its microenvironment and can reliably be detected from histology alone in gastric, colorectal and endometrial cancer. Multiple studies have validated these findings as well as extending deep learning-based genotyping to a range of other mutations and gene expression markers across multiple tumor types. Studies published over the past one two years have pursued a pan-cancer pan-mutation approach to try to predict any genetic alteration in any type of solid tumor directly from H&E histology. However, these studies have been largely based on the particular data set the Cancer Genome Atlas, TCGA, provided by the National Cancer Institute, NCI, and so large-scale validation is genomically characterized cohorts beyond TCGA is needed to gauge the robustness of these methods in pan-cancer applications. Currently, detecting any genetic change in tumor tissue in clinical routine requires wet lab assays such as IHC, in-situ hybridization, ISH, Polymerase chain reaction PCR or next generation sequencing NGS.
performed in parallel with the routine evaluation of histology samples such as tumor subtyping and grading. Although these wet lab assays vary in terms of sensitivity and specificity, they share a common set of disadvantages. They tend to be expensive and time-consuming and are not available at every point of cancer care. By contrast, deep learning-based evaluation of scanned routine histology slides does not incur any significant cost or time and could be developed even on mobile hardware. Notably, however, in all deep learning-based studies carried out so far, the performance has varied according to the sample size of the grading cohort and the phenotypic strength of the particular genetic target, but has been consistently inferior to the gold standard wet lab test. Technological advances and training on larger datasets, however, are expected to boost performance. Furthermore, even imperfect deep learning based tests could be used to pre screen patients for a genetic alteration of interest, as will be discussed below. Survival prediction through deep learning biomarkers. At almost any branch of the therapeutic decision making tree in oncology, the risk of relapse or death must be taken into account. For example, for patients with large stage 2 or 3 colorectal cancer, CRC, a high risk of relapse provides a reason to perform adjuvant chemotherapy after surgery. And for stage 4 CRC, a high risk of death can prompt oncologists and patients to choose a more aggressive systemic therapy than the one currently recommended in guidelines. Currently, survival is estimated by clinical parameters such as age, gender, cancer stage, pre-existing conditions, genetic alterations and histology risk factors. These histology risk factors which are abundant include human cell differentiation, stromal abundance, lymphocyte fraction, lymphatic vessel invasion, vascular invasion, perineural invasion and necrosis in almost any type of solid tumour. In addition to these established risk factors, higher level features carry prognostic information. For example, analysis of the spatial arrangement of lymphocytes showed that a high neutrophil to lymphocyte ratio is associated with unfavorable overall survival or examination of subvisual features such as chromatin texture can serve as a prognostic indicator in different soil tumors. Deep learning can potentially integrate all of these visible and subvisual features directly from image data to predict survival, as has been shown in a number of studies. Interestingly, while some studies have used manually defined prior parameters to train the deep learning network for survival predictors, other studies have used an unbiased approach and leave the feature selection entirely to the deep network, which means that no prognostic parameters such as tissue type or cellular aspects were manually identified or extracted during the process. Both approaches are still in need of being independently and prospectively validated in order to ultimately serve as the basis for risk adjustment strategies in a clinical setting. Several key studies have explored deep learning-based survival prediction in a number of cancer types. 
Barkov and others showed that it is possible to predict five-year disease-specific survival of patients with CRC using HNDE stain tissue microarrays alone. Similarly, improvement of survival prediction compared with state-of-the-art methods was demonstrated in patients with CRC by prediction of OS through tissue classification. Cortiol and others predicted OS in a large cohort of patients with malignant mesothelioma and visualized histological features associated with long or short survival identified by the deep learning network. Concurrently, disease-specific survival was estimated by deep learning-based prediction of the development of distant metastatic recurrence in patients with primary melanoma. This is a prime example showing that it is possible to train deep learning networks on clinical endpoints directly from histology. Moreover, this process could even reveal new morphological biomarkers by highlighting specific structures and regions. In the future, this reverse engineering of relevant features might even be helpful in identifying targets for the development of new therapies. However, so far, only a small number of publications have developed and discussed the clinical implications of deep learning-based survival prediction from routine histology. In particular, there are still no studies with clinical endpoints that have incorporated deep learning survival prediction into clinical workflows, although large prospective trials have evaluated clinical endpoints with other prognostic biomarkers such as the use of Oncotype DX in the Taylor X trial of breast cancer. This level of evidence is still missing from the deep learning literature. End-to-end response prediction directly from histology. The number of available options for targeted therapy for different types of cancer is constantly increasing. However, most of these therapies are effective in only a subset of patients and yet might still cause considerable side effects in non-responders. A prime example is cancer immunotherapy, which although it has completely changed the therapeutic landscape of melanoma and lung cancer, can still leave approximately half of all patients with this tumor's type without a meaningful response. Deep learning might be the key to the detection of structures and transformations in tumor tissue that could be used as predictive markers of a positive response to targeted therapies and therefore helps to identify responders while minimizing the negative effects on non-responders. Two potential ways of applying deep learning to routine histology images for the detection and identification of positive predictive markers are conceivable. First, deep learning can identify features, mutations, hormone receptor status or similar molecular alterations that are already known to be targets of therapy approaches or proxies for treatment response. With deep learning being potentially time and cost saving, this approach could help to sign patients to the optimal therapy regime faster and more precisely. Alternatively, deep learning can be used to predict treatment response directly from a histological slide without being trained to detect specific predefined molecular biomarkers. This 
end-to-end -end workflow requires deep learning networks to be trained on large patient cohorts, for which the specific time of treatment response is known. Notably, hard and co-workers classified melanoma patients as responders and non-responders to Iplimumab, and Mudabushi and others demonstrated a concept for the prediction of response in immunotherapy in patients with NSCLC directly from H&E stained images. However, these studies only include small patient numbers and it can be expected that the potential of deep learning to predict therapy response is not yet exhausted. Similarly to survival prediction networks, treatment response prediction might lead to detection of new morphological markers on histology images, resulting in new therapeutic strategies. Implementation of deep learning biomarkers in clinical workflows. DL-based mutation prediction for pre-screening and definitive testing. Clinical workflows for almost every major type of advanced cancer rely on molecular testing to tailor treatment to the molecular makeup of the tumor tissue. Practical limitations, however, preclude universal testing. The application of deep learning-based genotyping in these workflows is twofold. Deep learning biomarkers could be used to pre-screen patients before genetic testing or could ultimately replace current methods for definitive testing. The latter require much test performance than achieved until now. Most proof-of-concept studies of deep learning for mutation prediction have reported AUROC values in the range of 0.70-0.90, which translates roughly to a specificity of 50%, at a sensitivity of 90-95%. Although this performance is clearly below what is required of a definitive test, it might be useful for pre-screening patients for rare traits such as NTRK fusion, for example, narrowing down the population of potential carriers by 50% would alleviate the load of molecular testing needed. Considering the development of deep learning in digital pathology, technological advances can be expected to boost performance in the future. According, more and more deep learning biomarkers could exceed the threshold of AUROC 0.90 translating to specificities and sensitivities that are similar or even superior to those currently expected from molecular says. In this case, deep learning concepts could be considered as definitive testing methods to detect mutations directly from histology slides. Moving forward, clinical approval, where are we now? Compared to its application in the field of radiology, applications of deep learning in histopathology have been slow to take off, but the research landscape is quickly moving from technology-driven towards clinically relevant studies, which focus more and more on problems and tasks with direct relevance for clinical decision-making and patient treatment. In parallel, more and more deep learning concepts are receiving approval from regulatory entities and finding their way into clinical application, for example, to detect intracranial hemorrhage on brain CT scans or to identify abnormal thorax or rib fracture in chest CT images. 
In the realm of histopathology imaginosis, current FDA-approved procedures are limited to basic DL applications such as tumor detection and grading. Advanced imaginosis methods could be expected to gain clinical approval in the next few years. However, the routine deployment of deep learning methods is still hampered by practical limitations. First, the broad implementation of deep learning histology into clinical practice would require the widespread availability of slide scanners and standardization of file formats, which is currently far from routine practice in diagnostic pathology. Also, deep learning systems will have to be further improved in terms of performance to become clinically usable tools when using deep learning systems for pre-screening. False positive predictions can be mitigated by subsequent molecular testing, but false negative predictions cannot be tolerated in a clinical setting. In addition to being potentially useful tools for routine clinical practice in oncology, Deep learning systems could be used in clinical trials in two ways. By using mutation prediction deep learning systems, large patient cohorts could be inexpensively screened for a particular genetic feature. Recruiting a sufficient number of patients with a rare molecular alteration for a clinical trial is increasingly challenging, so deep learning-based analysis of histological H and E images could facilitate clinical trial recruitment by massively expanding and simplifying the process. In addition, deep learning systems could be trained to predict treatment response directly from H and E histopathology images, thereby essentially constituting a new class of companion diagnostics. As a word of caution, however, before the application of any new type for biomarker in routine clinical practice or clinical trials, legal and ethical aspects have to be considered in detail. Future studies are needed to address these points specifically in the context of deep learning systems in oncology. Moving towards end-to-end -to -end systems. Genetic biomarkers in solid tumors are rarely an end in themselves. Rather, they can be used as a surrogate to predict the response to a particular treatment. In the best-case scenario, the surrogate genetic marker is mechanistically related to a particular treatment and yields a high positive predictive value for treatment response. For example, mutations in or overexpression of HER2 in breast cancer are predictive of a positive response to trastuzumab. However, the situation for many other molecular biomarkers is not as clear-cut. For example, the overexpression of PDL1 in tumor tissue does not have a perfect positive predictive value for the response of anti-PD1 PDL1 treatment in lung cancer. Consequently, end-to-end -end DL systems have been proposed as an alternative approach aiming to predict the response to treatment directly from images. Response to cancer treatment is often assessed through the response evaluation criteria in solid tumors, RESIST, and these criteria have been used to directly train deep learning networks. In these cases, RESIST status is the ground truth label to be predicted from images. More generally, prognostic end-to-end -end deep learning systems predict survival for individual patients based on histology images, without focusing on a specific type of treatment. 
Such end-to-end -end systems could theoretically outperform molecular prognostic or predictive biomarkers, as they would have the potential to predict outcome directly from a histological image without focusing on a predefined predictive parameter. Unfortunately, patient cohorts needed for predictive end-to-end -end deep learning systems are currently unattainable to most researchers. Collaboration between clinicians, pathologists and deep learning researchers is key to the development of such systems in the future. Outlook Within less than two years of the first publication on deep learning-based genetic testing, the application of advanced deep learning in histopathology has grown exponentially, promising clinical impact on a broad range of scenarios. This paper provides an overview and a quantitative comparison of different applications of this technology. Of note, quality standards in clinical applied deep learning histopathology are still evolving. As shown in Table 1 and 2, there is a marked discrepancy in terms of external validation and the reporting of statistical measures between different studies. To move deep learning methods to clinical application, external validation should be a cornerstone of future studies. Also, transparent reporting of the number of patients, slides and cohorts included in an analysis, as well as disclosure of a range of statistical measures should become the standard in the field. Most deep learning classifiers still require an increase in performance to achieve the reliability that is needed for application in clinical workflows as definitive testing tools. Such improvements can be expected to be brought about by three key drivers the availability of larger datasets with clinical annotations and improvements in both hardware and algorithms. This new class of biomarkers has the potential to change clinical workflow in oncology in the next few years, but large-scale multi-center trials are needed to verify whether this approach can live up to these hopes. Thank you for listening to Pub Reading. If you have any suggestions, or article you would like to listen to, please follow me on Twitter and drop the DOI of the article.